Welcome to CIR Realty Business Mastery, where we present on topics that will help you build a successful real estate business. While you're here, be sure to subscribe to not miss any new episodes, as well as leave us a five-star review. That'll help others discover us too. We hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, guys, welcome back. So now we are getting into the nitty gritty and I apologize if this is a recap and a refresher for a lot of you, but I get these questions asked so many times. So I really wanna go over types of leases. Is it fixed term? Is it periodic? I wanna go over a couple scenarios that I've encountered with a few realtors. And then we're gonna talk about how to give notices to your tenants. So first and foremost, types of leases. So we have a fixed term lease and we have a periodic lease. Now CIR and most property management companies start with a fixed term lease. So a fixed term lease means the lease starts and stops on a specific day. Now what that means is that technically as a landlord you do not have to give notice that you're terminating the lease. Because you have an actual end date written in the lease that the lease is terminated, unless otherwise notified, you will automatically end your lease, okay? So let's say, for example, you have a lease that's ending on December 31st. You technically did not have to give your tenant notice that the lease is ending December 31st. Now, is it a courtesy? Of course. And obviously, you want to reach out, and if you like your tenant and you want to keep them, you want to try and negotiate you know, favorable terms to keep them. So typically, you're going to be having those conversations anyways, but by rule, if it's a fixed-term lease, you technically don't need to give notice. It's kind of rude, but you can do it. Now, for periodic leases, what some management companies do, we do not do this, but what some management companies do is they will enter into a fixed-term lease, and then their lease will just roll into a periodic lease. Now, if it rolls into a periodic lease, what that means is that if no party has agreed to vacate or if there's been no notice to vacate and the, and the tenant continues to stay on the property, continues to pay rent, and the landlord continues to accept it, then that rolls over into a month-to-month periodic tenancy. Now, that's usually written into the lease agreements. Again, CIR does not do that. We only do fixed-term leases, and I can go over the reasons why here in a minute. But a periodic lease means it is typically month to month. Now, there are some other variations. There's weekly, there's yearly, but the most common one and the one that the RTA defaults on is periodic monthly. So monthly means that the tenant can give notice at any time for 30 clear days notice. So your tenant should give you notice on or before the first of the month in the last month they want to be in the property. So if your tenant wants to be out of the property by February 1st of 2022, they need to give notice before January 1st. Okay. So you have that whole full month and then obviously get the property up relisted or potentially, you know, get it on the market for selling, whatever the case may be. So that is a month to month periodic tenancy. Now I've had a couple questions about, you know, what happens if I have a handshake agreement? My client doesn't have a lease. Oh my gosh, your client doesn't have a lease agreement with the people living in their house. Wow, (laughs) what do you do? So in the court cases for the RTA, the default is that it is a periodic monthly tenancy. So 
If you have a client that has a tenant in place and there's no lease agreement that they can find or that they drew up, it just it just didn't happen. You know, maybe they have friends or family that are living in the place. They still should have a lease agreement in place. But if they don't, it does default to monthly periodic. So if your client is looking to sell their home, they then need to go through the process of giving the notice and everything like that. Now, tenants can give 30 days. However, landlords need to give 90 days notice, okay? So a few different reasons why a landlord can give notice for 90 days. And remember, it's clear days, clear three clear months, okay? So if we were to give notice today, for example, today is the 21st, you would be giving notice for January, February, and March. So March 31st, there's 30 days of November. <laughs> so 31st of March would be when the lease ends. Now, you can give notice if you want to move back into the property. You know, a family member or yourself wants to move back into the family home. If you are selling the home, now if you are selling the home, which is what most of you are going to be doing, you cannot give your 90 days notice until the property has sold. Now, obviously you want to be chatting with the clients and with the tenants to make sure that you're creating a good relationship with them because you're going to be having showings. You want to make it the most easy transition for them as possible, but you actually cannot give them their notice to vacate until the property has sold. Okay. Now, if the tenant wants to willingly leave, you know, if it's mutually beneficial for both parties to end the lease early or for them to vacate early, that is great. It just needs to be mutually agreed by both parties and it always should be in writing. So it should be um, it should be a document that is signed by both the landlord and the tenant agreeing that the tenancy will end on a certain date. If that doesn't happen and the tenants are digging in their heels, then that's fine. They have every right to do so, but then you have to give the 90 days after it has sold, okay? Now, if you want to increase your rent, you can only do that in two ways. So the first way is in a fixed term lease, you can only do it once a year. Well, you can only do it once a year anyways. Once every 365 days, you can only increase your rent. Now, in a periodic tenancy, you can increase your rent once a year, but you have to give 90 days notice. Okay, now with that 90 days notice, you can give the notice and if the tenant agrees to it and they don't move out, then their rent automatically increases. Now, if they don't agree to it, they have to move out. Okay, so you can increase the rent by $5, $50, $500. If they agree to it and they stay, then great. If they don't agree with it, then they have to vacate within those 90 days. Okay, so those are the basic, basic lease types. Um, you can't just have um, in a periodic tenancy, I don't like this tenant, they're kind of high maintenance, I don't like them, I want them gone. You can't technically just have them leave because you don't like them. That is why... <laughs> not the only reason, but that is why we like fixed term tenancies because there could be many things going on. And a fixed term tenancy means that, like I said, the lease stops on a certain date. So you don't necessarily need to give them a reason. You don't need to give them a reason if you want them out because you might want to increase the rent and they won't agree to it. Or 
you just don't like them. Maybe, like I said, they've been high maintenance. Maybe they've incurred, you know, a few bylaw charges against them. You know, nothing worth uh, that would be substantial for a lease break. But you kind of just want to move on from them. And in a fixed-term tenancy, you can do that. You can give them a notice of non-renewal, and then they move out at the end of the term, and that's it. You can start fresh. Periodic tenancies, you don't really have that luxury. So that is why we like fixed-term tenancies. And then that way, it's clear to everyone when the lease starts and stops. So the only other thing that you can uh, terminate a periodic tenancy is if you are... I mean, this is not going to be very relatable, but if you own an educational place like a college or university that provides dorming and they're no longer students, right? So logically, that kind of makes sense. If you're no longer a student at the school, then you got to kind of leave, right? So that's the kind of only other thing that, um, that you can give notice for. Also, if you are converting a residential building into a non-residential use building, you can give notice for vacate for a periodic tenancy then. So... Like I said, you have fixed term, periodic, you have verbal, which I do not recommend. Like I said, you can find lease agreements on Google for free. CREB has them. Area has them. You know, there are so many boards that have good, decent leases for the everyday landlord that no one should go without a lease agreement. Okay, you can find those uh, literally by searching Google. So I definitely recommend if your clients are, you know, concerned or anything like that, get them into a lease agreement. Even if they don't have a lease agreement, you can get them into a lease agreement, okay? So make sure there is a lease agreement in place that is favorable for everyone. That's all we have for you today. And thank you so much for giving us your time and tuning in. Don't forget to like CIR Realty Business Mastery on Facebook and to follow us on Instagram. Take care, everyone.